This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. All right, 1032. We are off and running on this Tuesday morning, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM worldwide on the free Odyssey app with Rewind. If you need to, if you need to catch my bad vibes from earlier about this, uh, this Bears game, this uh, Bears, Bears commander situation, uh, we'll, we'll dive into that further later. Uh, I got bad mojo here. I'm I'm hoping we'll we'll exercise some demons on uh, on Thursday night. I would like that. Uh, I'll be watching. I'll be I'll be watching. Uh, but there's there's a lot going on there. That Vegas disagrees. Uh, that line opened at five and a half. Now up to seven. Uh, a lot of things going for him. And uh, look, Chase Young's going for him. I'll, I'm not afraid to admit when I was wrong. Uh, Chase Young uh, had a great sack against the Eagles. Um, has has maybe not been. The, the volume impact player, or, you know, the number of, of superstar plays they were hoping for. Um, but, but man, he is getting pressures. He's out there regularly. He's playing full games. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit I was wrong on this one. Uh, I was wrong on Chase Young. He was really, uh, he's really turned it on, uh, turned it on strong recently. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll have Sam Fortian from the Washington Post. He'll chat about the commanders. Uh, but right now, uh, we're going to chat with Greg Medea down in Charlottesville, up in Charlottesville, to the left in Charlottesville as you look at a map. Uh, break down some UVA football. Greg, what's up? Oh, not not much, Michael. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, it's great to have a show. Uh, it's great to be working again and uh, not just uh, not just watching on TV and pointing and yelling. But I was watching and pointing and yelling on Saturday, uh, and thus you are on the program, Greg. Welcome aboard. Uh, what's what's going on here? This, this is a team that just can't find its way to a second half win. Yeah, it's 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 been an interesting go the last few weeks for Virginia, right? Uh, Back in week two against James Madison, they blew an 11-point lead with less than 12 minutes to play Uh, against NC State. They lost on a last, you know, a field goal as time expired. And then this past week against Boston College on the road up up, up at Chestnut Hill, it was a complete second-half collapse. Virginia, you thought, uh, you know, today might be the day, sitting up there in the press box when Malachi Fields comes down with with the touchdown catch on the Hail Mary. You're thinking – you know, it, it might just be that time for Tony Elliott to get a win for the first time uh, since last season, last October, when they won at Georgia Tech. Uh, but but there was no momentum that carried over into the third quarter. Boston College completely dominated the second half, outscored Virginia 23 over the final 30 minutes, scored 17 uh, in that third quarter, in which they just absolutely carved Virginia up on the ground. Uh, throughout the second half, Boston College dominated the line of scrimmage. It was it was fascinating because the game was was really tight, and, and honestly, Virginia kind of controlled the play, pace of play uh, through the first half, and then it completely flipped in the second half. Uh, Boston College ran for 162 yards over the final 30 minutes while holding Virginia to 10 rushing yards. So that's the difference, and that if you kind of look at the season for Virginia, uh, that's where they're getting outclassed. It's it's running the football and stopping the run. And if you don't do those two things, no matter how close the score might be, it's going to be tough to win football games. Man, we said that about Tech, too. They finally turned it around this weekend. But UVA, and, you know, you posted the stats uh, on the Cavalier Insider. Uh, you can read, read Greg uh, on the Daily Progress and uh, here locally in the Times-Dispatch. Uh, last in the ACC in rushing yards, it's uh, 
it's not a not a pretty picture you painted there. Uh, I did love the Hail Mary, though. The Hail Mary was cool. They have some encouraging things, right? You know, that the, the, the passing game in general, and, like, that wasn't one of those fluke Hail Marys where Tony Musket launches the ball up, you know, million miles an hour, a million miles up in the air, and, and it just lands in the right hands. Like, it was a pretty precise throw down the field. Obviously, you're targeting Malachi Fields, uh, because he's six foot four and can out jump people, uh, but but there was some there was design there was practice in that uh, that the Virginia coaches said you know it was definitely designed to go to fields it was you know they they thought they had the matchup advantage in that situation maybe a little luck involved but I thought it was more skill than luck uh, for 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 your average hail mary and then. Uh, just in general, like the passing game, there there are some encouraging things. Whether it's been whether it was Musket this past Saturday and his return from injury, or even the freshman Anthony Calandria uh, the past couple of weeks before uh, while filling in for Musket, uh, they've gotten better quarterback play than they did at any point uh, last season. So I think that's a step in the right direction. Uh, and then their two receivers, uh, you know, Malik Washington, who leads the ACC in, in receptions and receiving yards, and and Malachi Fields, who's who's caught the ball really well as, as a nice number two uh, to pair with Washington. Uh, that's been really encouraging because the passing game had, had, had problems last year. They just they have to get the running game going, and they've got to, they've got to figure out a long-term solution for the offensive line. Uh, there's a new offensive line coach in Terry Heffernan, and there's some thought that, that he'll get it right given his background at, at Stanford and, and in the pros with, with the Buffalo Bills, Detroit Lions, having that pro-style background. But they just are, are young. It's a kind of a new group coming together up front, uh, kind of some of the same issues they had last year, uh, rearing its head again. So tough. Uh, t- tough going for, for UVA up front in the running game, but encouraging in the passing game. And, and there's been, I guess, a little bit more you know, positive things to come out of the offense. The defense, though, if you look at that, it's just it's just been rough because of the injuries. Uh, they're playing so many freshmen on defense that they probably didn't anticipate playing uh, because of the injuries to some of the veterans. They've, they've kind of been forced into action early. No, no doubt, and it, you know, on the offensive line, it's it's tough to coach them up midseason too. It's tough to tough to get that get that move in the right direction. Uh, you know, when when you got another game every week and and you're getting ready, uh, I'd love to love to double click on the quarterbacks with you though, because I, mm-hmm. I think I think some people were surprised when when um, Musket came back in and uh, Calandria, uh, you know, didn't get the nod at Boston College. Um, Tony Elliott, he he was consistent on that, right? That 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 um, too many Tonys here. I'm getting my Tonys confused. Tony <laughs> Elliott was was clear about uh, about Musket getting his job back. What did you make of that decision? And did you sense that 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 was one that that the team supported? Yeah, I, I think the team supported it hundred uh, percent. I don't think there was any question about it. Elliott was was consistent from the get go that Musket wouldn't lose his job because of an injury, and he thought it would only be fair to evaluate Musket when he's had you know a full game to to show. Uh, and and he played well the first half, especially uh, played really well. Hit on four of his first five throws. Uh, had a nice little rollout. Where he hit Mike Hollins for for a touchdown in the in the, in the on a, to score the first points of the game uh, in the second on the second touchdown through a really nice pass to Malik Washington who was streaking across the end zone put it where only Washington could catch it Washington was being followed by a defensive back there no chance uh, for that pass to be broken up just because of where Musket put the ball a uh, nice catch from Washington too but I thought Musket showed uh, he could move his legs a little bit and coaches had said that he had that skill. 
uh, just was unable to show it in week one against Tennessee because uh, the Vols were in the backfield all day and, and there was not much room to run around uh, because of what, what Tennessee's defensive front did to Virginia's offensive line. Uh, so I, I think it's, it's, it's Muscat's job. <laughs> I think it's pretty steady. And, and the one thing with Calandria that I think maybe gives you some hesitation uh, to, to, to promote him without giving Muscat a look uh, after the injury is that he did turn the ball over a bunch, right? That fourth quarter at Maryland was not great. Three fourth quarter interceptions, including one when Virginia had a chance to tie the game. They were on a 12 yard line down 21 14. Calandria rips off a pass toward the end zone, trying to find Washington, and, and the ball's picked off. And, and then Maryland uh, takes the game, kind of snowballs on Calandria, ends up throwing three interceptions in the fourth quarter. Uh, and then the next week, a couple more interceptions against NC State. And as, as, as encouraging as it is and as exciting as it, as it was for fans to see Calandria play, there, there's still some, some freshman issues he's got to work through. And in the meantime, I think the best plan for Virginia's offense is, is to go with Musket. I know he had this, the, fourth, the third quarter interception, which helped Boston College on Saturday. But I think outside of that, he played, he played pretty well uh, against the Eagles. Oh no, no doubt, and and you know, the, I think I think you nailed it, Greg Medea here uh, from the Charlottesville Daily Progress. There have been signs of life, signs of encouragement. I'll, I'll steal uh, steal one more question here, uh, but before we let you go, uh, looking ahead to William and Mary, uh, Mike London, former coach, um, a team that's had mm-hmm. some success this year at that lower level. Um, you know, obviously, still a game UVA will be favored to win. Uh, what, what's your early read on this one? Yeah, I, I think for Virginia, this has got to be a get-right game, right? There's no when, when you haven't won, when you have the the longest losing streak among Power Five teams, you don't care who you're playing. You got to end that streak. You got to get a win, right? There's no looking ahead just because you're playing an FCS opponent. I don't think there would be any way, right? Virginia's got a lot of a lot of staffers who who've spent time at that FCS level and and know what the what the game means. Uh, for an FCS opponent to get that chance. And, and William Mary's had some success, right, in, in these FCS, FBS games under Mike London. Uh, they beat Charlotte, right, last year. And even going back to when London was at Howard, they beat UNLV. So he's not he, he's not gonna it's not gonna be a moment too big for Mike London, right? He's coached uh, and won some of these the, some of these matchups. So I think for Virginia, you got it. You got to just find a way to win. Get off the snide. Uh, find find a way to get in that win column. And I think that's gonna be the message, right, for this week from Tony Elliott is find a way just to get a win. You can't worry about anything else. Can't worry about anybody else. You guys got to get right. And I think for Virginia, you got to run the football better. You got to show you can stop the run. Uh, and maybe this is the week uh, you can start to see some of those things. But that, that's got to be the goal. No matter what, uh, just come out of Saturday with a win. No doubt. Good good <laughs> hearing from you, Greg Medea, on social media. At Greg Medea, you can read him in the Daily Progress in Charlottesville, the Times-Dispatch here. Uh, thanks for dropping some knowledge on us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Michael. Good to catch up. Thank you. Absolutely. See you down the road. I, I can get back to Scott Stadium at some point. It's one of my, uh, one of my favorite press boxes. Uh, there, uh, you know, just right at midfield, open air. I love the open air press box. I don't like, I don't like being behind the, the soundproof glass. Uh, love the atmosphere down there. Great town, of course. Um, and and a game I've got circled: William and Mary at Virginia. Uh, I got the Mike London factor right, and uh, you got an zero five team. Uh, could could be a could be a blowout. Could be fun. We will see. Uh, we'll step aside right now. One more segment before we get to the top of the hour. You're listening to MP on the mic. This is nine ten. The fan now at one zero five one FM.